Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning. We know many of you are planning a wedding right now. We may be tempted to drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words. Keep this in mind if you have small children in the room or are on a Zoom call. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. Let's be honest. Planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. Thank you for joining us. We know there's loads of other podcasts out there that you can listen to and you choose to listen to ours. This is DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions. And this is Kia from Engage Connecticut. And that was like a long-winded hello to everybody. Well, you know, I, I appreciate that the folks could listen to us because there's loads of other wedding podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, ours is the best, obviously, but I like to thank them. Well, I think it's very nice of you. And somebody said if I thank them, they'd send me... A $50 bill, so okay. I don't know whether that was an incentive or anything. cut it in half and give me... <laughs> I ain't giving you none. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Wednesday. We're here again. Yes, and uh, Wednesday means it's Wedding Tips, and it's Wedding Tip Wednesday. Hashtag Wedding Tip Wednesday can be found on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page. Go there every Wednesday. In fact, go there any day you want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you don't have to just do things on Wednesdays. Yeah, absolutely. And you can uh, get... Uh, Tips and today's tip is it's a really good one, it because it's not actually mine. <laughs> oh my I, God. Ha- I have to thank Lauren from LA Page Makeup. Okay, I got that right, didn't I? This you time because I usually screw that up. So thank you for this one, Lauren. Allocate enough time for your makeup if you want to look fabulous, F A B, on your wedding day. Check with then schedule enough time with your makeup artist, then add a buffer. That's very true. Rushing to do your makeup will just add more stress to your day. It happens to me every time I have to go and do a wedding. Well, one of the things is, is if you don't add in the buffer and somebody runs a little bit late or does something else, that buffer can very quickly disappear. Oh, yeah. And it's one of the reasons why, you know, especially if you're working with professionals, I talk to the makeup people to make sure (laughs) that we are both on the same page and they're saying, hey, look, we really can only do this many people with the amount of time that they're... Because giving us. I will hesitate to guess that the one thing that puts most brides uh, or couples behind on a wedding day is going to be the bride doing her makeup and hair. Makeup and hair and the other thing that puts people behind are sometimes family and friends. Because we all have that person who can't arrive where they need to be at the right time. But anyways. Yes. That's, so that's, a whole different... to- that's a whole different topic. But what is our topic today? Well, we are going to discuss the uh, Connecticut updates of the COVID-19 restrictions. And um, what's being lifted and what's not being yes. lifted. We're going to kind of date this episode because if anything is going to be updated, we're going to do another episode. So March 19th. um, Which just passed. Which just passed. All of the restrictions were somewhat lifted. Somewhat lifted, yes. So this episode is here to explain that to all our brides that have uh, weddings coming up or if you're just interested in what happened. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the things that got lifted was, if you remember, last year you could only have 100 people outside at a true venue, and you could only do, I mean, we went from 50 people to 25 people down to 10 people at one point in time. You know, the indoor rules were constantly changing even Mm -hmm. more than the outside rules. So, and then when we did go even down to the 10, then they even said for outside things that we had to sort of limit as well. Now what's sort of lifted is that we can be 100 people 
inside as long as that is at 50% of the capacity of the facility. Okay, so say that again. So if the facility can hold 100 people... Then they can only be at 50% capacity inside. So they can only have 50 people Mm -hmm. and... They need to social distance and and be six feet apart. Yes. So what is the impetus of this? Because it really makes no difference. Well, the reason why it's important is for some larger venues that let's say your capacity is like 250 people, you can now be 100 people inside. And that for some people is sort of... If you've been having to go down to 25 people or 50 people, for a lot of people, their numbers are going to be around 100 anyway. So the ability to say like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to cancel. Um, it lifts some of that ability to use that as an excuse because 100 people inside is still 100 people. Oh, oh, yeah. But you can also do 200 people outside. Outside now. Outside. Where, whereas before it was 100. just 100, no, yep. no matter what, no matter how big the tent was. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. okay. And the other thing to remember is last year you had to count all of your vendors and staff yep. in that in account that count. Yep. and now you don't have to except if you're at 95 people and you have six in nope. a band it doesn't matter doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter. just want to make sure yep now speaking of bands they're they have a different date of when you can start having like live vocal music in venues. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I don't know exactly when that's being lifted or how it's being lifted, but my understanding is singing um, is still a little bit restricted. So that's something you'd have to check into. But having a DJ is not because you don't, you're, you should just keep your mouth shut at all times. <laughs> <laughs> but because you're not, yeah, you're, you're not, not projecting, you're not usually on a stage over people yelling at them, spinning um, on them, sp- yeah, spinning <laughs> on them. So there, there's those types of differences. The nice thing now is that you can be up to 200 people outside. You can be up to a hundred people or 50% capacity of your venue. And you like not having to count staff is a huge thing. Oh, that makes a big difference. Because before, I, you know, I would hesitate oh, yeah. to bring my full staff because I didn't want to eat into the numbers of my clients. Mm-hmm. And just to go back to the uh, bands and DJs, am I correct in assuming that you still have to social distance on the dance floor? You can dance. You can dance. We've always, we never banned dancing here in Connecticut. Right. But you can't. Mm-hmm. You have to still maintain six feet and social distance. You still have to do some sort of social distancing, yes. So Your who- numbers at the table can probably be a little bit bigger than what they could be. Okay. But, you know, things are always changing. I know a few days ago I heard on the news that we might be moving to like three feet as long as you've been uh, doing the right thing. So I, I think this is always going to change. I think no matter what, you should talk to your venue. You should talk about what their policies is because, as you and I know, mm-hmm. sometimes your venue can have a totally different set of restrictions added on to the stuff that the state is doing. Mm-hmm. And I know this can cause some couples to freak out saying like, why is my venue doing this? Cause I right. see it all the time online. How dare they say this or how dare they say that? The other thing is, is they are a company. They have insurance reasons for why they might do something. Um, they may have some things that because they're trying to ensure the safety of their own staff. Um, there's a lot of things that could happen. So if you see something that's happening at one venue, it does not necessarily mean that they will follow all of the exact same rules. Uh, that's they, the problem. And they may add their own yeah. rules too. And there's difference between private venue settings and like actual venues, like a private home, you can still have up to a hundred people outside. It is your yard. You could put up a tent. You could do that, but you can't really go over 200 
at in, this moment. In your backyard. In your own backyard. Okay. Because the ability for most people to social distance adequately is sort of, I guess, still up in the, up so, in the air. So if you're having it in your backyard, can do you still have to do the social distancing mm-hmm. guidelines? You still have to do all of that. You still have to do all of that. Your just numbers are a little bit more limited than they would be if you were at an actual venue. Okay. And you also have to consider things like if there's lodging included. So like Meadowbrook Estate and Mansion they have a rule because of COVID and with their insurance company that they can't allow, if they're having an event outside, they can't allow anybody into the building that isn't staying in the building. Oh, so this, this complicates it even more. So that area has got to be shut off or? Well, no, it just means like, so let's say, so I'll just use Meadowbrook again as the, the example. They have the ability to lodge, I think up to like 30 guests. So those 30 guests can get ready in there they can do whatever they can like you know get dressed hang Mm -hmm. out do all of that stuff Mm -hmm. but once the event begins we have to close those doors in the sense of anybody not staying on site can't go into the building because of the insurance rules so you know we have to get a a bathroom trailer for because they can't can't can't. be having people going in and part of that is also for the safety of the people who are staying there i mean we could i guess put somebody at the front door and spray them down as they go in and spray them when they come out. But yeah. our insurance company has basically said that for the time being, for the safety of everybody, that's what it is. Yep. So, yep. And there's going to be rules changes all the time. All right. So we're talking with Kia, and, and the reason why uh, Kia is so knowledgeable about this stuff, because not only does she do the event planning, she runs several different Banquet facilities. Mm-hmm. So each facility has different rules. So she has had to educate herself on all of this information. It's all stuck in my head. <laughs> We're going to take a little break so she can uh, cool her head down yeah. and come back with more Connecticut COVID-19 restrictions 2021. Woo-hoo. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all of New England. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and at www.engagedct.com. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Hey, Sam. When it comes to finding the right professional vendor, it can seem overwhelming to know where to start. It can, Kia, unless you use easyeventplanning.com because they'll find perfect vendors for your event within your budget and deliver them right to your inbox. You can search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with their category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device. EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or event easy from their extensive vendor directory to their free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Contact them today at EasyEventPlanning.com. 
I'm Keith Allen and welcome to the Keith Allen Minute. As a 40-year veteran in the wedding industry as a wedding entertainer, I've been asked to share with you some of the do's and don'ts, which I also call wedding tips, that I've learned over the years and have shared with my couples. It looks like we finally will be able to start planning, attending, and working weddings soon. So that means we might be seeing some bridal shows starting to pick up too. I actually participated in my very first bridal show as a DJ at the Aquaturf Club in Plantsville. We called it Bridal Fun in 91. There were only three DJs there, and that's where I met your host, DJ Sam. Wow, think about that, Sam. That was 30 years ago. Bridal shows are a huge promotional porthole for the wedding industry. It's so big, I won't be able to cover what I want to say in one Keith Allen minute. Part three of my bridal show series is the where. Where a bridal show is located can be important to your planning. If your venue is hosting a bridal show, it would be in your best interest to attend that show. The simple reason is that any service you secure from that show will be familiar with the venue and at least know how to get there. If your facility doesn't offer a bridal show, try to stay close to the general area of your venue. I can't tell you the number of stories I've heard about someone who booked an out-of-the-area vendor who wasn't at the bridal show and the day of the event got lost or got stuck in traffic. While that's a lot less likely to happen with today's GPS technology, it could still impact your event. A word of caution, if you travel more than an hour away from your venue to attend a bridal show, the service you hire may charge an additional fee for travel. I hope you enjoyed today's Keith Allen Minute brought to you in association with the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. If you're looking for some new ideas for a rehearsal dinner, maybe thinking about something different for your work events, well, Keith Allen Productions can help you there. We offer trivia programs, music bingo, family feud, both virtually and in person, plus several more game options. If you're really looking into something different, how about a nine-hole portable miniature golf course? Take a look at our full list of programs online at KeithAllen.com. That's KeithAllen.com. Hi, I'm Kathy Vast from Ever After Memories. I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast every Wednesday for the great tips and suggestions. It's available free on Apple Podcast and Google Play. This is John Oliveri from Property Works New England. If you're looking to be a first-time home buyer, downsize, or want to upgrade to a larger home, then Property Works New England is here to help. Contact me today at 860-414-4023. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. And we're back for our second half. Welcome to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast with DJ Sam and Kia. And Kia is answering some questions from me. <laughs> babbling out COVID things. Yeah, COVID questions for the updates. Yep. Uh, the Connecticut has updated last week, uh, March 19th. Everything is open. Did you see my little fingers doing the quote unquote? Yeah, open, we're, sort of. We're back open. I mean, like one of the things is, is, is some of these restrictions 
I, I'm not actually even sure how some companies are going to are going to handle them. Mm-hmm. Last year, when everything was going to shit, like you couldn't have buffets anymore because right. everything had to be served. I'm not seeing caterers rush back to full buffets because obviously you don't want your like buffet to look like a salad bar, which they don't even exist anymore, anymore. either. Yep. And you also don't want it to look like a takeout counter where everything's <laughs> like individually wrapped. So there is this weird balance in between. And so we might see people going back to more plated meals for a while. Um, you no, can like do that. family style, but it's being served at the table side, mm-hmm. not being left on the table to be passed around. Right. And I think for the most part, most of the couples who I've been talking to have always been really good about putting people with their, their units or their mm-hmm. cohorts mm-hmm. or whatever, however you want to describe it. Right. I don't think that's going to change for a while. For a long time. Yes. And masks are not going anywhere either. What isn't? I said masks. Are oh, not. masks. Yeah. I think we're going to be like uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, cousin that is an English teacher in Japan, and he says that the Japanese wear masks all the time. Yeah. It's not just because of uh, uh, flus or whatever. If they're sick, they wear a mask. Yep. If they are not sick and they're going outside and uh, there's air quality issues, they wear a mm-hmm. mask. So it's nothing unusual for them. Sadly, I, I, I'd hate America to become like that, but it is heading that way. I mean, I think we might have it for a while. And I do think if you are a person who is sick or has an immune issue, it's probably not a bad idea that you wear a mask. I think so. I mean, I've, I've been to a bridal show once where I got the flu. I wish we would have all had to wear masks that day. That was like the worst thing ever for me. You know, they're going to be here for a while. Yeah. So one of the things that I did last year and a couple of the banquet facilities that I'm going back to this year have also agreed with me on is no introductions of the bridal party. Because one of the restrictions uh, that we've had on this um, uh, March 19th thing is that you can't congregate people together. No, No crowded areas. So whereas before we'd have the cocktail hour with just everybody just mm-hmm. hanging around, milling around. You can't do that anymore. Not really. So, I mean, you can still do it in the right location. Right, but, but you, you have can't, to spread it out. You have out. to spread it out. Yeah. So like when you used to have cocktail hour, say like in the hallway part yes. of some of these banquet halls, that most likely will not be happening. Yeah. So the same thing for the introductions of the bridal party now. So the facility that I'm going to be uh, doing my uh, first event, uh, they said, you know, you can't do that. I mean, if the couple want to do it, will do it, but they would have to wear masks. Mm -hmm. They would have to be standing just as a couple, and the couple would have to know each other, Mm -hmm. and they would have to be six feet apart. So can you imagine a bridal party or a wedding party that is eight couples long? That They would be ridiculous. So what I'm instituted with my clients is I've said to them, we'll introduce the couple, the bride and the groom, and then we'll introduce anyone else, parents, grandparents, from their tables yep. and have them recognized from there. They can give a royal wave. Yeah. And that solves the problem solves altogether. The problem. And I think for a very long time, we're still going to see, you know, I, I think we all do it unconsciously. You walk in the store now, you just put your hand out underneath like one of those like, <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it spits it out and you've, you've hand sanitizer. I, I think that's not going anywhere either. First of all, they has to be available. You do still have to have like your facilities are still having to bring in massive cleaning. And this is why some people scream like, oh my God, I can't believe that my venue or my one of my vendors is upping their charge. The the, but some reason. of it is that, that their charge has gone up. And they, they genuinely, and you can always ask, what's where did this additional fee come from? And if they can't explain it to yeah. you, then that's an issue. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be something like an additional $5,000 out of nowhere. <laughs> but Just because. Just because. Because it does. <laughs> you don't want them buying $5,000 worth of hand sanitizer. <laughs> but I think for a very long time, we're going to see much more individually 
you know, packaged cute little containers Mm -hmm. that you take your food or your appetizers are going to be more sort of socially distanced even on the thing. And you're going to be given your... And there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, actually, I I think it's cute. I think there's so many cute little ways to deliver food that I just... It's adorable. You know what? It also speeds things up. It does. So that I can get them on the dance floor a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I mean, ultimately, you know, there's a lot of talk that we'll be moving towards... 150 people as the max for inside or 50% capacity. And how long do you think that's going to take? So there's in the event world business, there's a little buzz that somewhere probably in May, if we do well through April, All right. that it probably in May, that will be an announcement that's going to come. I mean, obviously as a state too, we are seeing a very high level of um, people getting their vaccine. Yep. We have a governor who already changed the way that he's providing the vaccines to be spread out to the people in Connecticut, which is different than what a lot of other states are doing, which means yep. that we are having teachers getting vaccinated faster. Already, We're yeah. having all of our essential workers. They're moving through age groups significantly yep. faster. Yep. Yep. Um, so I think... As that continues to happen and our COVID rates continue to lower, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see, you know, they know. Okay. the other thing that's changed is there, there's no more travel restrictions. Remember last year, yep. if you were from a red state, which was pretty much every single state except like, <laughs> I know, like three. Rhode Island. Yeah. Is- <laughs> like, like Rhode Island only has one way to go. Like other states, you could accidentally go somewhere else. Um, a lot of them are, are now sort of have been lifted. So... If you have somebody who's traveling, but then again, if they're traveling, they still have to take their two weeks of quarantining or they have to show that they're vaccinated, but it's no longer like, Hey, grandma's coming up from Florida, but she won't be allowed in. Right. And we're not doing as a state, we're not doing testing to be able to go to an event, to a venue. No, I, you know, and I, I really thought that was going to be I'm a so big glad thing. That, I'm so glad that it didn't. Well, yeah, I'm glad it didn't, but I thought that was going to be instituted and we would still be able to have the events, the big events, but- Never no. happened. And, the, and one of the things that's something to remember is, first of all, who's going to be responsible for checking that everybody actually is handing over a legitimate negative report? Yeah, well, this is true. Then if you have a wedding on a Friday and a Saturday, what are you, how, you can't, you I can't, can't be places. Yep. And I also think if somebody comes back with a negative test, they may, you know, there's people who are asymptomatic, who yep. don't necessarily test positive the first round. Or right. It's one of the reasons if you have tested positive, you have to have two negatives yes. to prove that you have actually now sort of gotten over it. So my concern would be somebody saying, look, I'm negative because they just got off of a plane and don't realize that they've been exposed yet. And then it'll make them probably a little more free at the wedding to do whatever to they, do whatever yeah, they want. Yeah. A little bit more hugging, a little bit yeah. more kissing. Yeah. And you know, that could out, you know, still result in an outbreak. Yeah, Cause your test is only as good as the point when you took the test. Mm-hmm. So, you know, three days later you p- might've caught something and I'm sure you put gas in your car yeah. or I'm sure you've, you know, ordered takeout or yeah. something. Yeah. So, Thankfully, I think this is going to help us start to move forward. And, you know, you can't use the excuse of, hey, I don't want to have my wedding if I have masks on. I don't, you know, a lot of those things last year, I understand. But now, like, that we're moving bigger. Yep. Better. Things are moving. Those should be relaxed. They should be relaxed. Mm -hmm. And you just have to. Yeah, there's some things you're just going to have to do. And we still have the 11 p.m. curfew. That's still Correct. in. Yep. Okay. Okay. But I'm sure that as time goes on, that's going to, like I said, once it starts to get warmer outside and you can be outside longer, I, I think those are going to get lifted a little bit. Although, you know, when you say it's getting warmer, 
that didn't have any effect last year. So why should all of a sudden it have effect this year? It's not that it had an effect on it, the, the warmness part of it. It's that the people were more willing to be outside in, a, mm-hmm. in an open space more right. than what you are ha- going to have when it's cold outside. You're a person who still brings a heater with you when you and oh. I meet. Oh, yeah. And I prob- you probably <laughs> will until like May. In, no, July. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know how to break it to you, but I am not recording in a sauna in July. It does not happen. Yes, Kia's uh, studio gets really hot during, during July and August. That's why we don't record during those periods. We take a little break. We take a little tiny break. Siesta. Yes, but we still have episodes that come out. So so you don't have to worry. Nope, absolutely nope. not. So as we said, things are going to keep changing. Yep. We're going to have to be open to them. You're going to have to be realistic. If you have questions, ask your venues, ask your vendors, have them explain it. If you don't like it... Sorry. <laughs> I mean, a lot of us, are our yeah. hands are tied, too. Yeah, that's the real thing that you have to understand is that we would love to be back out there uh, doing 200, 100 events uh, uh, where everybody is partying from the very beginning to end. But we are being held to some pretty strict standards, mm-hmm. and we have no choice. And one of the things is, is that as a small business, and last year was not fun for us, I don't think it was fun for any small business, but especially people in our industry mm-hmm. that got hit in a way where you can't you can't do like a takeout wedding to go like it just doesn't happen i mean one of the smart things to do is speak to all of your vendors especially if you're starting the planning process now the vendors that you're picking ask them how they handled covid ask them how many of their couples were pleased with what they did and they should be very honest i'm sure there's a few couples that weren't i mean i have a few of them oh yeah And that way, when you ask those questions, you're going to get back an honest response, hopefully, which will help you know whatever else comes down the road. Mm -hmm. They still, we made it through 2020. So obviously your business, while not as healthy as it would have been, you're still here. Where there's a lot of people who sold off their DJ equipment and are still booking Oh yeah, gigs yeah. hoping that they get enough in so that they can then go repurchase equipment <laughs> or borrow equipment or rent it. I know we joke about it, but that's absolutely happened. Yep, <laughs> absolutely happens. Okay, any parting words of great wisdom, Samuel? My usual eight questions you must ask a wedding vendor before booking them is available on our website or the w dot atmosphere. <laughs> I got caught on that hyphen mm-hmm. hyphenproductions.com. Go there and click on the button that says eight questions you must ask a wedding vendor because actually 10 but you know i always give away something at my website so go there and you'll get it free sounds good so remember that you can subscribe and download our podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast and if you subscribe you get to listen to it first and if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover please send us an email to engagect at gmail.com and we'll be back next wednesday hopefully be engaged and inspired podcast is sponsored by easyeventplanning.com who make planning any event fast and easy easyeventplanning.com produced and copyrighted by atmosphere productions in association with engage connecticut Thank you.